0: know what she's saying in this ariana grande yeah there's a lot of things that are kind of bleeped anyway let's move on the adventures of bradley and dawn i'm dawn and i made soup for the first time last night
1: you did now that's a big accomplishment soup lady
0: yeah sure is
1: tell people why
0: um because colleen told me uh, i mean you've been telling me for years because
1: you've never made soup before
0: she's like dawn Soup is so easy. I make it every week. Yeah. And then... Soup, soup, soup. Oh, yeah, that's right. Soup. We made this for her. Yeah, you were gone when
2: uh, this came out. Soup. I love it. Isn't that great? So tell us about your soup.
0: Okay. We can't
1: hear you dance.
0: All right. Okay. Um, It is a rustic Hungarian <laughs> mushroom soup.
1: Okay. There's a lot of words in that. Will you just tell me what kind of soup that is? Because when you it's told me that earlier soup. today, I was like, girl, Hungarian what?
0: I love mushrooms
1: okay i really same, do same same
0: um so i was interested because it is a creamy soup and i thought that creamy soups were always bad for you but Why? that is not the case because i thought that you i didn't know how to make it i thought it was always like heavy cream yeah that you're putting also in heavy there.
1: cream is fine but stop making dairy feel bad
0: well right But to make, like, I just always thought, well, that's going to be a lot of calories. So anyway, but this soup recipe, which I've put on our show links page, is pretty good. So I'll just tell you how you start with, like, sautéing onions in a pan. And then you have, I I separated the mushrooms and sautéed them separately because I wanted to get them really golden. And then you add in some soy sauce and some spices to the onions. Then you add the mushrooms in. And then um there's chicken stock that goes in and then you cook that through. So it's like a minutes. creamy
1: mushroom soup and you used Hungarian or not you well so no use the Hungarian paprika. part is or, no, you
0: said girl
1: okay. Now it all makes sense. You were not firing on all synapses this morning because you said Himalayan.
0: Oh I did. And I was like <laughs> Himalayan I, salt.
1: I have been around the block yeah. when it comes to food. I have never heard of Himalayan mushroom soup. She came into the studio this morning and said, I made Himalayan mushroom soup. And I was like, what is Himalayan mushroom soup? So you and she that goes, went into it's a Himalayan special mouth. kind of paprika. And I was like, I think, if, I, I mean, I've had Hungarian paprika. oh, Because that's a very nice mild mm-hmm. uh, pepper. But I was like, I don't know what this Himalayan one is.
0: Girl, it's H. It's from a different place. <laughs> okay,
1: so tell me about your Hungarian paprika. <laughs>
0: okay, so I didn't buy that because I couldn't find it. What did you buy? I just had I had some smoked paprika that I used for a different recipe, and so I used that, and it okay. was just fine.
1: I'm sure it's like regular p- paprika would be a milder flavor, but the smoky flavor was probably nice, right?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, it definitely was. So once it's in the state that is, you know, That's just with the chicken stock and the onions and the herbs and spices and mushrooms. You cook that for 15 minutes, and this is the part where I just didn't know or understand, and now I feel like a world of soup has opened to me. I made a roux, which, you know, it was just milk and some flour, like three tablespoons of flour, and whisked that together, poured it in the soup, cooked it for another 15 minutes, so now it's creamy, and I used almond milk. That had eight times protein. So it was a little less, like, I didn't know that you could just use milk. And then on top of it, you add in the last five minutes Greek yogurt, a half mm, a cup yeah. of Greek yogurt. I bet
1: that's real nice.
0: So it's really turned out well. I was like so excited that well, I didn't. Welcome
1: to Soup Family because I did it. soup is like an easy, easy weeknight meal. And if you serve it with a salad and some chunky ass bread,
0: yeah, yum. that's what they said in the recipe. And I didn't have, I don't have chunky ass bread on the ready well because it's you trying
1: to live that sourdough life girl get you a loaf yeah because the beauty of a loaf is not only could you have like a honk of bread with your soup Mm -hmm. but then you can do what i do and take the butt ends and turn them into croutons Mm -hmm. fry them up in a little butter or some you know you could do olive oil if you wanted at a low heat and then sprinkle them on top of the soup crunch crunch ooh add some crunch to your soup
0: sounds good
1: yeah. Yeah. I
0: have made my shave own a little, croutons before. Shave
1: a little cheese Ooh. on top. Maybe a little bit of, you know, chili oils. Just something to, you know uh, Yeah. Add some layers to that soup.
0: Well, I just started for God's sake. No, thanks. I'm
1: saying welcome, you are you are ready to go.
0: Now I feel now like- that
1: you have your base soup, you can yeah. sex it up.
0: So I also with your bought, Himalayan paprika. <laughs> I just I, I was a little worried to add the smoked paprika because that is stronger, and I thought, am I messing this soup up right now? But if it I, tastes good kinda, to you, no. But I thought, is this going to be too strong? And I because it was quite a bit of paprika, but it ended up being okay. And I also got at the store a big head of cauliflower that I'm going to use to make another soup with chicken and Yum. peppers into a creamy soup yeah. because you said that I can just roast the cauliflower and then sort of puree that and put it in a soup to make it creamy. And Colleen said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, you can do that with any vegetable. You can do that with squash. You can do that with uh, cauliflower. I really do. I, I just, I like, I hate that people like get freaked out by cream or butter or milk, but a little bit, you don't have to use like all of it. But if you combine that with things like, squash or cauliflower i mean you can make all sorts of yummy soups
0: yeah i'm just my mind is blown really
1: and and really you just need a base because then you can take that that mushroom soup and you know dice some chicken and put it on top or you know i mean you could really do all sorts of things with it what else uh like what other flavors do you like? like do you like like a chicken noodle soup that's a real easy thing to make
0: um Yes. Or you could just do do a
1: chicken soup and instead of noodles, you can either do some croutons or some rice or some elbow noodles or something. I'm
0: a little worried about the rice because I am not necessarily, I don't really know, like I'm not a good, like I'm just going to throw some rice in here and know how long to cook it. Because I'm afraid it would get mushy if I put it in too soon, so I don't. know I would cook the rice
1: and then at the end, right before you serve it, I would pour the soup over rice. That's what I do. All right, because I don't want mushy rice. Right. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't cook it in the soup. I'm sure there are recipes that you could do that, but that seems like a lot of work.
0: Yeah. I would
1: just make some rice and then serve it on the side or put it on the bottom.
0: God.
2: God.
1: Are do you have a a go-to soup, Mike? Are you? I don't.
2: I'm not a big soup fan, honestly. We've never been. I don't like hot foods. It's weird. Oh, God, you're that, starting you to like sound like Jamie the, because
1: no. he does this thing where he he puts soup in this weird category where it's only acceptable. I'm not saying this is you, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. But he thinks soup is only for winter. Yeah. And I'm like, you realize. So, for example, when I make cauliflower. And I don't blend it mm-hmm. and add chicken broth, mm-hmm. it's the same temperature as yeah. the soup. Yeah. So, like, there's no difference between soup with cauliflower or cauliflower. So, I don't know why he puts soup in, like, such a unique
2: category like that. Because he'll say the same thing. Like, it's hot. It's the watery, runny... Like, you really... You can burn your mouth. And I don't like that sensation. Have you guys noticed that every time I eat lunch in here, I never reheat it? Like, I eat everything... Are you eating cold food? All the time.
0: (gasps) And I... uh, When we did food porn, I heated up that pizza no, no that's
2: totally cool it's not that i don't like it i don't like liquids that are super hot so like even my coffee mm-hmm. i will put a bunch of ice cubes in my, it after it comes down that is a unique I don't. Know. does it hurt
0: are you afraid that you'll burn your mouth well, yeah i
2: burn my mouth and i don't like burn my mouth it i
0: hurts. did that last weekend and it was bad for three days i was so mad it's at myself it's so a little
1: weird right now because i feel like there's a fine line between hot food and burning your mouth
0: when you cook a big old roast hmm you, it's I've hot, nev- right? Well, yeah, I mean, I understand hot, hot yeah, food, yeah, no, but I, Mike,
1: you could like put things in the microwave. I know. And then stir them
2: and then wait a minute. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I know.
0: It's okay. Don't <laughs> I worry. Love, You're fine. Both I shows love, that I
2: produce literally have segments about soup now. And I feel very, very, oh. I, I feel very self-conscious about this, but it felt like a safe space for me to talk about the fact that I don't really love soup that much. You I can. don't think you
0: need a Please, safe space, Mike. Safe. I think you need to just <laughs> feel
1: safe.
2: You need to. Come on now, it's soup. I'm not saying I dislike it; I just don't make it regularly. And
0: now you're going to have people ever, say you haven't I'm had a chili my chili fan. Food. I
2: like a big chili. We'll <laughs> yeah, like they're
1: chili
0: trying to convert him. Yeah. Don't you, you love that when you go? I don't, I don't like that, and they're like, "But you haven't had mine." Exactly. Well, I mean, it might be true. I mean, if you're I had gonna this trust girlfriend in anyone, high
1: school, she was convinced
0: that she didn't like soup.
1: <laughs> no, that she could. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Happy Valentine's Day. You haven't Day. tried
1: my soup yet.
2: <laughs> Did you try it?
1: Still don't oh, like I was soup. Gonna say, apparently it wasn't that good.
2: <laughs>
1: She's got a family now. She's good. Okay. Hey, when we come back, <laughs> we gotta talk about one of our favorite mm. shows of all time is coming back to the big screen, Downton Abbey. What? We'll talk about it when we come back right here on my talk one oh seven one. Little blind spot. Hey, it's Bradley. Have you been thinking about window treatments for your home, but you've been holding out for a good deal? Well, I have good news. That deal is happening at Little Blind Spot with the Hunter Douglas Style and Savings Event. Now through April 1st, you can get a $75 rebate per shade when you purchase 4 to 10 Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades, Pirouette Window Shadings, Silhouette Window Shadings, or Vignette Modern Roman Shades, including PowerView Automation. Other exclusions and restrictions apply, so ask for details. Hunter Douglas window treatments are a smart investment. Apart from the design improvements, there are many practical benefits. They improve the lifespan of your furniture, the quality of sleep you get at night, and even the amount you pay in energy bills. Every penny you can save counts these days, and so does supporting local. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today or online at littleblindspot.com.
0: Happy Valentine's Day. Welcome back to the show. It's always so good when your favorite show goes away and then you find out it's coming back. And that's what happened to Bradley. You have a story about a show you love and I love as well.
1: Uh, Downton Abbey. Uh, I don't know how you all feel about that show. It's one of my favorites. Oh. i watched the series twice. I've seen the movies, uh, both movies in the theaters. It's just a delicious TV escape, mm. and I am here for it. And by the way, I didn't know it was coming back, but apparently we've known this for a year.
0: I didn't know.
1: So I saw an article over at the Daily Mail, and I don't know. I mean, I guess we've been busy, but there was an exclusive over at the Daily Mail, which most of the time, oh, it's not my favorite. But uh, Downton Abbey Returns, delight for fans, as filming secretly starts on a new series of the show and surprise comeback. What? I had no idea. So apparently, they have already started filming this new series. We don't know who has signed up to return. And one imagines it's not, of course, going to be...
0: Certain characters. Who
1: are probably not with us anymore in the world because they died. And I'm not going to give any spoilers. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, and there are... I mean, you can't give spoilers because...
0: It stopped in 2015, Yeah, so I feel like it's okay.
1: It's like the five of us who are obsessed care, and we've already seen it. So anyway, the moral of the story is the show is allegedly coming back, but we don't have a ton of details, and... A source close to the project told the mail, quote, filming has been going on for a few weeks. It's all very, very secret. There are people working on it who've never seen secrecy like it. Those working on the set have been made to sign non-disclosure agreements so that they don't give the game away. But there is a lot of excitement.
0: Okay. Apparently,
1: they told us in May that they were hoping to revive the series.
0: Well, we had a big strike since then, so everything was kind of up in the air and yeah, not I necessarily
1: don't... over there, but yeah.
0: Oh, true. But I'm just saying we were probably dealing with a lot yeah, of Yeah. We
1: just weren't paying process. attention. And uh I guess uh Julian Fellows cuz he's also been working on other stuff.
0: Gilded Age.
1: Well, Belgravia. There's a series he was working on.
0: Hmm. Sounds delicious.
1: Delicious. Yeah, I forget what that series is about. I meant to double back and see what that is. That was, I think, very popular in the UK. Is
0: Young Gravy in it in old Stop times? Stop it. <laughs> okay, I was just Stop hoping. Stop it. <laughs> Bell Gravy. Yeah.
1: still horny for Young Gravy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Can't say that word. I don't word. like that word. Titillated.
0: Yeah, interested. Um. Do we? Do you remember, I just remember the last movie was like a Christmas movie and they kind of ooh, maybe i'm getting it was a christmas movie and the queen was coming is that correct
1: it would have been the king
0: or the king was coming yeah because
1: there was no queen yet
0: so they were trying to prepare for that and it was a really big deal it had a lot of like of the downstairs you know all the staff was a larger part of the movie than usual is that right?
1: I don't think so, honey, cuz I think it's usually like, I mean it's both, right? Yeah. It's always both.
0: I think that I'm confusing this with the Gilded Age.
1: Okay. Because that, be. that was last season But the I think the plot the was Age. um let me just look it up cuz it's been a while since. Yeah, I
0: don't remember, but I know I loved it.
1: It was a new era. Yep, this is the one.
0: <gasps> the movie was being made. Yes. They had a movie being made on the in their property. And they're like, we should do that. They had this. a
2: talkie,
1: quote unquote, the yes. talkie films. Uh, Lady Mary suggests salvaging this project, this silent film project, by allowing them to film at Downton Abbey. Right. Yeah. The ailing Violet is unable to travel, but Tom and Lucy, Lady Bagshaw, Robert Crowley, and his wife Cora, their daughter Edith, and her husband Bertie Pelham, the Marcus of Hexham, accept... The servants oh 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 no 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 yeah it's not Christmas this is isn't this the one where they
0: uh, I'm really confusing it with Gilded Age for sure yeah but there is a movie be- I I the movies being made that's all I remember yeah
1: that was that was that movie and she thought isn't the oh. first one where they go to France
0: oh, God, I love that one yeah because some of the characters really had a nice wrap-up to their stories that made it feel more complete um, yeah, so how do you feel about Michelle Dockery, Lady Mary? Do you love that character yeah, okay
1: I do i think I think you're meant to sort of be conflicted about her because they present her as a very like sort of fussy person, but there are these tender moments
0: that's right tender moments and i think that's what we always hope her to be and i mean it's great writing yeah so that she's sort of like very hard-nosed very much like almost cruel sometimes to her sister um
1: almost (laughs) she's most definitely cruel and bitchy
0: to edith yeah
1: uh to her poor edith i mean everybody's mean to edith
0: yeah and then sometimes edith did some things where you're like well you're done but i feel like that character is like you're just hoping for her to be nice and when she is it feels so good and then we go back to some darkness it's yeah. just a great great writing
1: well uh downton abbey we don't know exactly when but we do know it's this year that it's coming back so i'm very excited when we come back though dawn has plenty to catch us up on with jennifer lopez of oh, all boy. people right here on my talk one oh seven one
0: you have some weight loss goals and uh, sometimes life gets in the way or you just don't know what to do because you're very confused, well, I can tell you, Livia Weight Control Centers can straighten all of that out and help you lose weight. I did the Livia program and it was easy and it really does work. You get a personalized plan. Uh, There are registered dietitians and nutritionists on the staff that tailor to your unique needs. And that's what's so great about it is that it is a personal experience. It is not some cookie cutter program that they just you can find on the internet or or you know just hand out to everybody it's personalized for you they also have something new uh, breakthrough weight loss medication programs that are offering that so you can always decide if that's right for you and ask them about that as well you get your first three months free when you mention me go to livia.com that's l-i-v-e-a.com say you heard it from Don McLean. three months free or you can call 855-GO-LIVIA
1: to the gym to
0: work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends
1: blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel
0: the adventures of bradley and don plus j-lo right here j-lo all the news about j-lo there's tons of J-Lo news. Because she has um, a movie coming out in two days and also an album dropping. And she's very excited about it. Do you know about this movie?
1: No, I don't. I mean, I do because I know we're going to talk about it, but I don't know much about it. So what am I missing?
0: Well, you might be missing that um, she really mined her relationship for the music for this album and the movie. So much so that some friends thought it wasn't a good idea. Um, Jane Fonda, for instance. So this is like an hour-long movie that she... It's going to be released on Prime in two days, on the 16th. Along, Her album is also releasing that day. And it's like a magical mystery tour experience where it's part animated and part of it is like... I mean, it looks beautiful. She spent... she funded the whole thing herself um i was wondering when the record label would kick in some money but it's a self-funded project it was 20 million to make and it looks like a 20 million dollar movie purpose the purpose is to show her entire love story her ups and downs through a lot of all of her love because the 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 product she wants to put out right now what's it is a product she wants to say that she started out with ben alf Affleck's love and then she dated other people and married other people, but it all came back to Ben Affleck Which is the perfect love?
1: Okay, great because
0: she's a lover of love.
1: So why okay, but is she
0: selling something an album?
1: Okay? So this is all just one big commercial for the album.
0: I feel like it is um... 20
1: million dollars of your own money as an investment seems like a lot
0: it does seem like a lot uh and even like one of her producer business partners they said i don't i heard her talk about this and i said you shouldn't do this this is too personal and it doesn't seem like they're like oh let's just pretend that it's too personal to get people interested the lady's like this is embarrassing like it's embarrassing to me and then later in the i'm talking about a variety article which you can um see on our show links page um she also says, yeah, she never really got me on board with it. So just very plainly, like, I don't... It, it might have turned out good, but I still think it's too personal. And wow. one one of the other big things is that in, there's going to also be a documentary about the making of this movie that's coming out on the 26th.
1: So there's a movie, and then there's a documentary about the About making the movie? Mo- the
0: movie and the album. And apparently in that, Ben Affleck is in it, and... um. She used his love letters to write these songs. And also he walked in, he walks into the room, apparently in the documentary, and he's like, oh, hey, what's going on? And he's like, oh, oh, that's my handwriting. Oh, what is this? And like she just gave it to her writers and producers and said, let's make something out of this. So without asking him, hey, do you think it's okay if I use this? He just walked in and he's like, oh, okay. I guess my private thoughts are being shared wow it's kind of weird i don't know it's a little cringy or to think it's about. all
1: like they know exactly what they're doing and he knew this is exactly he's like hey i got a great idea i mean he's a director after all
0: yes and in the story she also mentions that like nobody was really for it um but Ben was great. the that, one that
1: I don't understand that. Like what sell it by telling us about all the people who didn't think this was a great idea.
0: Yeah. And this is the variety article, you know, they interviewed her about this and you know, they're these hot takes about like, yeah, this isn't probably something you should do. Um, but then in the end, she says she doesn't care about anybody else's opinion, but Ben's. So when she completed it, she was like, you know hey um what do you think and he's like you know i listen you you wrote a movie you made a movie and you did it you filmed it
1: well, that's like if i said hey what do you think of this movie. thing i did oh so he did say it was great. you
0: made a great movie you made it for you and you did it so like you did what you set out to accomplish i guess sort okay, of a great now that's encouraging she also has like a greek chorus within this movie <laughs>
1: A Greek chorus?
0: Like a Greek chorus, sort of, that she's the romantic like doing, heroine. And what? then she has people that come in as a Greek chorus to, like, counsel her. It's a Zodiac love council. Okay. And there not know what language
1: you're speaking right now. So, Zodiac love council? Yeah,
0: so it's sort of like in, you know, Greek plays, they would have the Greek chorus, which yeah. is like the... What the hell is a Zodiac
1: love, whatever you just Zodiac said? Zodiac
0: love council, it's basically, it's like... People who are playing parts of her that are just giving her advice. Almost like spiritual beings, I'm assuming. These are the people who are the spirit. Do you want to know who is the in sure. this? Trevor Noah okay. is one of them. Sophia Vergara. Kiki Palmer. Post Malone. Jay they Shetty. They were collecting
1: paychecks.
0: Jeez. Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's like the voice of God, I think. I don't
1: know what is going on. Kim Petras. Like a-
0: Derek Hough.
1: This is a fever They're dream. They're all in
0: the movie. And then, just so you know, she asked Khloe Kardashian to do it, and she declined. (laughs) Like, oh my God, she did?
1: She doesn't need the money. Do we have any audio of
0: this? We do have the trailer that I've cut apart, because a lot of it is very, like, actually like an action movie. It looks really beautiful. The trailer's on our show links page. Let's listen to a part of the trailer.
2: I know what they say about me.
1: About hopeless romantics that we're weak. And I'm not weak. What are you guys doing here? We think you might be a sex addict. Every time I see you. What?
2: Maybe.
0: This is me. Haven't been
1: sleeping well lately. I guess I never have. This
2: is me. When I was little, I used to share a room with my sister. She used to sleep so peacefully. And I just used to lie there awake
1: thinking, how does anybody sleep that way when your heart never goes to sleep?
0: I know, you feel like nobody gets you.
1: I don't even get me.
2: This is
0: me!
1: It's
2: never enough for you. He's a liar. I've never lied to you. And the constant criticism, she thinks I'm her employee.
0: Whoa. So that's like previous. It's very dramatic. It's very fantastical. And then it's a musical because there are like parts where she's with dancers and she's in this, these scenes in a factory. And it's like they're throwing hearts around and it's, it's pretty intense. It goes from different. It's almost like Wonka-like from what it looks like.
1: Okay, you're overselling it now.
0: Well, I just want to say that it looks (laughs) good and I am not, I'm kind of like, I'm like, I hate it already and then I'm like why am I being such a hater
1: why are you being such a hater
0: I don't know I'm like I don't don't think you're being a
1: hater I think you're just being critical um and I think critical is good especially when it comes to an like if you're creating a piece of art that's what I'm having trouble visualizing so I kind of want to see this because I have a lot more questions than answers yeah and if it's an artist creating art I'm here for it if it's Mm -hmm. an artist navel gazing and telling you why they're amazing. Uh, I don't know that I'm here for that. Because I, I would rather decide that you're amazing based on the work that you're doing, which she's, you know, like she's done some amazing for sure. work and she's a a very talented artist, but like if it's self-referential in a way or you know what I mean? Like that's what I want to figure out. Like yeah. where's what's the
0: I think the main goal is to show that she like everybody calls her stupid for falling in love and wanting to find true love and she's always that's the most important thing to her is to find love yeah. true love i don't
1: think anyone calls her stupid for that well do she
0: thinks they do because she works it in a lot like people like going like here she goes again getting married and all this stuff and uh, trailer um
1: that's almost like a like a weird humble brag like Kinda, oh, I love too much.
0: Yes, exactly. Do if you ya? want to frame it that way. Let's yeah. talk
1: about the codependency issues. That's not loving, honey.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird. I'm just kidding. No, 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 I don't know I, Jennifer Lopez, darling.
1: But I am curious to see. You've intrigued me, Dawn.
0: Well, in addition to this, she also has been doing interviews saying that this could be her last album. What? She's like, Gasp. I am I think it's just to sell records though, because I accidentally watched the launch of her drop of that first song. Yeah. And it was like on YouTube. And I'm like, oh, this is the launch, whatever. And in it, before she showed the video, she went through all the different albums you can get. And there are like eleven different like covers she's like this is the one for target she's like it's beautiful inside it has a red actual record this one glows in the dark this is for walmart like there's all this beautiful album art that she is like this is for my fans because collectors want this so in these articles she's doing and she's interviewed she's now saying these are going to be collector's items so you better get these because i don't think i'm going to do another album i'm very fulfilled in my life oh but it just feels that's like a, a desperate plea to yeah. know that you did crank out all it's of it. These... It's also
1: like you're, I don't know, people want a little bit of, you know, slap and tickle. They don't want you to, like, reveal the whole thing. Meaning, well, she does, apparently. Yeah.
0: Is. She's revealing all of it. Including... I don't mean that. I mean, like, oh, yeah.
1: no, I'm saying, like, you know, I know you want to make money because mm-hmm. that's what we're all in this for. Or at least that's a major driver when you're a, an artist like Jennifer Lopez, right? Like, there is a money component, a success component, mm-hmm. but you don't want to make it overt, right?
0: Yeah, it seems a little overt. Yeah. yeah. But
1: again, I'm intrigued. I'm curious. Yeah. I want to know more. Am I going to be able to watch this on a streaming service somewhere? Prime. Okay. It's
0: dropping on Prime on right. Friday.
1: Oh, okay. Good to okay. know. And that's the actual movie, and then it there's is. like a documentary about the movie and the album.
0: Yes. So, the the movie is called This Is Me Now, which is also the name of her album. That's on Amazon on Friday. And then on the 27th on Amazon is the documentary about making the album and this film. And it's called The Greatest Love Story Never Told.
1: Got it. Until now when she's telling it.
0: Which Ben Affleck says in the documentary, like, well, that's what I wrote in the letter, but now it is being told. So I'm a little confused.
1: I love him. (laughs) When we come back, don't be confused about this. Mike's got a big wheel. And he keeps on spinning with yep. that big wheel. Where it stops determines what game we're playing when we come back right here on My Talk one.
0: Welcome back to the show, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Happy Valentine's Day. Hope you have some great plans. Maybe it's just sitting at home eating ice cream. I fully support that. Right, Bradley?
1: Do you have a heart on? Yep. Do you? Where is it?
0: Um. Uh, oh, it's on my Brazier.
1: Oh. Okay, <laughs> overshare.
0: Just kidding, I don't I uh, forgot my
1: heart this morning.
0: Oh, yeah, I don't have one. I try
1: to have a heart on each and every Valentine's well,
0: Day. Well, that's very great. I think it spreads love. Yeah. Spreads something. Okay, let's uh, play a game. What?
2: Time now to play along. It's
0: Game Show Roulette.
2: Here's your host, My Ganger. Well, whether you have
0: a heart on or not, we
2: are going to play it. <laughs> game show roulette today, and it's going to have a little bit of a, a theme today. Speaking of hearts and uh, wearing hearts. I knew it! Whether they're on or off. You we're going to be talking about some of the most romantic oh. movies of all time. My endless love. Today we are playing 4 and No More Romantic Movie Edition. Oh. You guys know how this game works. It's pretty simple. I'm going to uh, give you a, a decade. And then I'm going to read four and no more clues. (laughs) Okay. As soon as you think you know what movie I'm talking about, ring in. And if you're right, you get the point. If you're wrong, you uh, don't get the point. And your opponent can hear the last four questions, or the remainder of the clues. And uh, we've got nine here, tiebreaker if needed. Now, I will say all of these movies have appeared recently on Variety's 50 Greatest Romantic Movies of All Time. Got it. So these are all movies that are considered in the 50 most romantic movies of all time. You guys ready to play? Yep. Yeah. It's real simple. Yell at your name when you think you know what movie I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. This first romantic movie is from the decade of the 80s. All right? Yep. And again, the game is four and no more. I give you four clues. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. Here's clue number one. Lift. Bradley Trainor. Ba- Bradley. Dirty Dancing. My bell was too low. I'm sorry. Dirty Dancing, the correct answer. Uh, Your second clue was Baby. Your third was mumbo, And your fourth was Swayze, if we got to that point. Swayze. All right, that's how the game works. Pretty simple. We move on to movie number two. Again, the most romantic movies of all time. Uh, We now go to the 1990s. Okay. Your first clue. And I'll just roll through all four of them. Here we go. Four no more. And this is movie number two, 1990s, Houston Stalker, Bradley Trainer, Bradley Bodyguard. You got it. <laughs> Trying to maybe get you to think maybe the city of Houston, but no, no I knew what you were doing. Houston. Whitney Houston, oh. uh, Houston Stalker soundtrack, and Costner were Ooh, your four oh clues God, for he that one.
0: That. What a, uh, yeah, uh,
2: he was all that.
0: I think he's kind of douchey now. I'm sorry. Wow. Okay. Thanks for sharing. Sure. He's very petty in his divorce. Saying well, she she's taking kind of the pocket change. Kind of seems like she was doing some things too. Yeah, but still, too. you can rise above that stuff.
2: It's true, but he can't.
0: Nope. Okay.
2: okay. All right, we move on to our third. It's Bradley with a two <laughs> to zero lead. Uh, third movie coming up again, most romantic movies of all time. This one is from the nineteen forties. Oh, Rick, Bradley Trainer, <gasps> Bradley. Good God! That is. Oh my goodness. That is African Queen. That means you get to hear all of oh. the. You get to hear all of it, uh, so oh, Don. Oh, 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 no, so don't ring. Don't stop. Stop. You're out. So don't ring in, Don, okay. until you hear all four. Yeah. I, I 1940s. Yep. Okay. Rick. You'll get it. Sam. Resistance. Bogart. Come
0: on now. Oh, Casablanca. There you go.
2: You got it. I went too fast. That was actually number one on Variety's list of of the 50 most romantic movies of all time. I can
0: see that. Yeah.
2: All right. We move on to uh, movie number four. We've got uh, four and no more today for Game Show Roulette. Your uh, movie for this fourth clue is from the 1990s. Agent. Cruise. Don McLean. Don. Cocktail. No. <laughs> Agent? Agent Cruz. Hello. And show me the money.
0: Oh.
1: Oh, what is that movie called? Uh-oh. Uh Show Me the Money. He's in eight. Tom Cruise's uh wh- what that movie is money. You've got five
2: seconds. Uh was isn't it called like Oh, I can't think of the name of that damn movie. You cannot. I've never seen it. Don knows it now, right? No. Oh. You I know mean, what it is, though. I, I do
0: know what it is. Yeah. It has Renel, Renee Zellweger in it. Jerry it Maguire. Is, yeah, Jerry
2: Maguire, go. yes. Oh, Jerry God. Maguire, the name of that one. Of course, you had me at hello. Uh, he's a sports agent. His last name is Cruz. And show me the money. Okay. All right. With that, we move on to our uh, fifth movie here for Four and No More. It's a two-to-one game. Very much anybody's. We move to the 1980s. Okay. Here we go. Candy. Cape Cod, Hanks, Bradley Trainer, Bradley, Money Pit, and your final clue, Don mm-hmm. Mermaid. Oh,
0: um, Candy this is Cape Flash. Cod.
2: Yeah, this is Splash, and we got ourselves a tie game. Whoa. Nicely done. All right, we've got uh, three movies left here, and then well, actually four movies left here, and then a tiebreaker if needed. Uh, Splash, the one you got there from uh, the eighties, Carol Hannah. Yes, Daryl Hannah, indeed. We move on to the 2000s. Woo! Rain. Carnival. Letters.
0: Okay, Don. Don. The notebook.
2: Roboat oh, yeah. would have been the next clue, but with that, that Don takes the lead, which is
0: really odd. Well, considering I don't like romantic movies. No, that's
2: true. That's true. You're okay. not a fan of you them. You can do this, Bradley. Uh, well, you've got three more to go here. We move on to movie number seven. Again, we're in the 1990s. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Edward.
0: Don McLean. Don. Twilight.
2: 1990s. 90s, honey.
0: Oh. Yeah. It wasn't in 1990s? Uh-uh. Maybe no, it was early two
2: thousands. Right? Okay. Was it? Oh, I guess I didn't even realize. Edward. I thought it was a lot older than that. I thought it was like late. I thought it was like two thousand eight, nine. Yeah, know. yeah. Uh, okay. Necklace. Wait, start over. Edward. Edward. Necklace. And wait, nineties. Nineties. Okay. Edward. Necklace. Rodeo. And Roberts.
1: Oh, pretty girl, or funny? Uh, no, wait, wait. Pretty woman. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God, I thought I was going to be
2: able to steal that one. I thought you could have, too. Well, you would have been able to guess because you already guessed incorrectly. but yes, I thought he was not going to get that point. Pretty uh, girl. But he, yeah, pretty he, girl. We'll, we'll, we'll pretty bird. You. We'll give it to you. Pretty bird. We'll give it to you. That's fine. You, you I got, got it. There. All right, we're going to move on here. we got just a couple more to go and a little bit of time to get to them. Let's see. It's all going to come down to these last two, though, because it's tied right. 3-3 as we head into movie number eight. Again, I'm talking about the most romantic movies of all time. We're going to the 1980s. Okay. Lloyd... Graduation. Peter Gabriel.
0: Oh.
2: Boombox.
0: Oh, Bradley Trainer.
2: Bradley was first. Say anything. Say anything is correct. Uh. It's a four oh, to three game. Don, you get this one right. We're headed to a tiebreaker. Oh. Doesn't get any more exciting than this. Let's see. 1990s. The two of you ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. King. Heart. Drawing.
0: Don McLean.
2: Don for the tie.
0: Titanic. She got oh, it.
2: Oh, good one. Rose was your final one. It oh, didn't God. take it. We are King Kong to what? a tiebreaker. Wow. All right, dun, 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 dun. all right, here we go. Eight. Eight. Come on now. Eight, we're all tied up here at uh, four apiece. It all comes down to this one. We're going back to the 1990s. Here we go. Medium. Bradley, Bradley. Trainer. Bradley ghost he got it Ooh! yeah medium pottery unchained and afterlife would have been your clues for that final one he didn't need them because he got it and uh, he's our winner today that was a good one mike yeah, enjoyed that good
0: game job. that was a fun game it was
2: good oh, oh no, just this is, is just this? A this is love good. song i guess
0: yeah that's right it's good he's it talking through it so i don't have to edit it out of the podcast i'm oh, sorry
1: about that <laughs> Awesome. Uh well, Mike, that was a wonderful game. Thank you so much. And dear listeners, I hope you have a very fabulous Valentine's Day. Get some chocolate uh, or sit down and hug the one you love. We'll be back again tomorrow. Up next, I think it's Julia and Lori today. Lori yeah. and Julia, I think is Julia will
0: talk all about, and Brittany will talk about the Madonna concert. Bye. Bye, Bye.